Welcome to Adults Only Comedy Berlin. Today we have Sid Singh. <laughs> hello, Sid. Hello. <laughs> the classic Sid. Hello. I I was uh, uh I was just expecting a longer intro. I don't know why. It's really short. I should have a jingle. I should say something about you, but I just prefer to go straight into natural conversation. Well, I love this too. I just you you uh, before the episode started, you went okay. So I'm gonna do my intro first. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize you meant. Oh, I'm gonna do. Like five seconds of words and then we're starting. <laughs> like not even like two and a half yeah. seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Yes. Uh, I wanted to record with you when we were in Barcelona, but then I got busy and uh, and now you're back in Berlin. Yeah. Which is exciting. I, I do think we have that weird uh, relationship where it's like, we'll get to it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, like yeah. we've been friends now since when was the first time we met? In um it was 2020 uh, November uh, October 2020. Yes. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then Barcelona and then uh yeah, back back here. And we'll probably be in each other's life. Like it's weird to think about it, but I we'll probably like, be yeah. I feel like we're going to be we're going to know each other for a very very long time we're both lifers you know we are yeah. we are and clubhouse as well there was someone last night at the show who was like you're sid from clubhouse i know and my response was uh-huh <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I, yeah i i i feel like i responded so poorly to someone very kindly recognizing me and i was like nah that's not me <laughs> <laughs> but you you started clubhouse was it because i was like get on it or you were already on it but floating around british circles i don't it? even remember i don't remember i, I think everyone, that was a part of pandemic where everyone was just so bored oh man i remember us doing the you did you did my show was it my show I think so yeah you did my online uh online show uh for like a fundraiser and you had to whisper your set because you were having this really tense living situation with yeah. your family members <laughs> and it gave me so much joy because i'd been having such a hard time with right. my share house and you uh, were whispering your set and I, yeah, I had to whisper my set at like i believe it was like 8 30 like it, it was, wasn't that late it yeah. wasn't late it wasn't yeah. and uh yeah that that killed me like i was dying i think i had to mute myself because it wasn't appropriate the level of laughter no i, was. I think it was one of those times when like <laughs> your laughing made everyone okay to laugh, right? Like, oh, yeah. if I'm going to go through the trouble of whispering my set, I want people to hear it as, as still as comedy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think when you were laughing, it made everyone be like, okay, this isn't like abuse. We can laugh at this, right? Like, this is, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, this is good. This, this poor guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, pandemic times. And, and you've escaped Amsterdam uh, to come from the lockdown there and come to Berlin, right? That's what's happening. I, I know. What a, I, I'm so, okay. I basically, I live in London now. Mm. I went to Amsterdam for a bunch of shows. Mm. I did one, and then they immediately announced a very harsh lockdown. That's pretty uh, much what happened to you when you came to Berlin. You arrived yeah. in Berlin, you're like, woo! Then it was like, lockdown. Yeah. Um, and and that's why I was so nervous about this time. I was like, oh no, is it, is it going to follow me again? Yeah, uh, yeah. are you going to bring the lockdown to Berlin as well? It's very possible. It is. It is. We've got a couple of weeks. Let's see what happens. Well, especially because I know for a fact, I think a bunch of comedians are coming here. Mm. Oh, yeah, over from, the next few weeks yes from Amsterdam yeah I've got a few comics on my show on Friday and on Sunday yeah and you know I'm sticking around on Friday hint hint oh you haven't signed up buddy uh, sorry dude how do I do that Dude, I've got like 35 sign ups for Friday oh my gosh I know it's so much admin I hate well no, bump <laughs> 35 of them I'm doing my hours <laughs> I don't think so uh, but you said you, you said you had a you said you had an adults only thing straight off the bat that was that was oh uh, 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 yeah I had okay uh, uh, 
so I'm trying to post more on TikTok and stuff like that to like promote getting your titties out. Uh, exactly. Everyone sa- uh, uh, says they're very nice. If it wasn't for the rest of me, um, oh. but uh, so I, I I like for some reason scroll too far up on my videos, and I went to like videos from like eight, nine, ten years ago. Ha- that existed. TikTok existed. 10 no, years like ago? Uh, on my phone. The videos on my phone that I would oh. like edit into TikTok videos. Oh yeah, yeah. I just post stand up. I don't I don't really post like. The thing your where, titties yeah 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 <laughs> anything really uh uh and it was it was such a to me it was an adult only thing because it was like that weird feeling when you are looking at yourself as an adult technically i was like 23 24 mm-hmm. wow that's deep in the how yeah. old are you i'm 33 yeah you're 33 i said 10 years ago yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and uh it's one you're like man this stand-up is terrible. <laughs> oh, it's a stand-up. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, it, they're, uh, oh, yeah, it's all stand-up. I, those are the only videos I have of myself. Okay. Um, and it's it's all terrible. Uh, they're getting laughs on some of them. There's one bomb video I've kept. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it, I bombed so hard in it. And, like, I watched a few seconds of it again today. I was like, yep, nope, as bad as I remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I've still got the video of um, my first ever set. My, my boyfriend at the time filmed it, and I... Still haven't been able to bring myself to watch it. Oh, yeah. I mean, so that's the thing. It was like that weird thing where like you're like, oh, he has nothing to say. Not really. I mean, there were some interesting ideas there, but he mm. did not. I didn't. He. he I didn't you, know. Wow. How to. That's that. That's how deep psychologically yeah. you've, you've disconnected Just, from yourself. He. <laughs> it's And it's that really weird thing where you're like, oh, man, this young comic has no idea what the heck he's doing. Mm hmm. Much better looking than who we became, though. You know what oh. I mean? Like, there's a part of you where you're really? like... Really? You thought you... I'm interested to watch myself. I yeah. think I was fatter, actually, when I started comedy. I don't see... I don't think... I think it is just... It's not about, like, uh, are you fatter or not? I think it's just <laughs> the the youth. You the just look youth? at the youth. Even though, like, we're in our 30s, we're not old. But, like, just watching someone in their early to mid-20s, you're just like, oh, you look so much younger. Yeah. Um, I suppose in, mo- in motion. I don't know. My photos, I don't think I've... I don't know. I don't know. I do think it's a big difference in motion versus uh, yeah. uh, in camera, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Because the your your maturity is in your energy, and that's how you move. I think. Um, and and I was thinking like this. The thing I have to try to remember is I will still have this feeling about my videos now, ten years from now. Mm. And I just I'm just trying to remember that. I feel like it might change though. Like it might you might be a little bit more um, gentle and more forgiving and more loving of your. Your 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 twenty year old self. Well, especially because like I I, I some of those jokes I've done since, mm-hmm. but I just know how to do them now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, well, the, my problem is I started comedy when I was uh, twenty uh, thirty 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 one. Mm-hmm. I started comedy at thirty one, so I I'm not gonna have any videos of me in my fresh right, twenty. Right, 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 right. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> but um, I started right at twenty one. Wow. Yeah. So jealous. That's uh, um, it's like me for me when I meet eighteen year old comics at the moment. I'm just like. Ugh. <laughs> like I hate your confidence. Like I never even conceived doing stand up until I hit thirty. You know. See, I I don't know. I look back and I go, hmm. I wonder what it would have been like if I had just started five years later. Mm. You know, because it's not like I got anything in those first seven oh, eight years. Absolutely, right? you did. Come on. Like I learned how to do stand up. That's a huge. Yeah, valuable. that's massive. <laughs> but like. um that would have always been there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Versus like worrying about this industry that was not going to notice me for a long, long time later. <laughs> and I'll ultimately like, you know, we've talked about this before, but in my career, I've always been 
Oh, I was going to say blessed. Yikes. Yikes. Uh, yikes. <laughs> um, I've always been very lucky that, you know, I've never gotten industry attention. I've always gotten comedians mm-hmm. to, to vouch for me and put me in stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess we count as the industry. But, you know, it's a very mm-hmm. specific thing of like my yes. peers have been like, I want him to write on my television show. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, so that is luck, but it's also one of those things where you're like, oh, I know what I would go to these showcases and just like do well and nothing would happen. And it's like, why beat yourself up at like 23 when you could have just, I don't know, been getting drunk at a bar uh, after work with your friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. But <clears throat> I think it's, yeah, to have had that for that long and yeah, I, I suppose maybe beating yourself up in your twenties. Yeah. It's like how many people who get into stand up who are that young? Mm-hmm. you know actually get industry like it's just such a small you, know, you need so much time to get good totally. enough to get any kind of uh, feet up feet up yeah. uh, that's what's interesting about london i live in london now mm. and london seems to be the rare exception london actively looks for young comics to promote really they they have competitions literally designed for it they have this thing called yeah, so you think yeah. you're funny so you think you're funny mm-hmm. which is within your first two years of stand-up and the top Five or ten are all on television. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sitting with the BBC New Comedy. I don't know how I know. feel about this. I don't think it's great for them in the long long run yeah. for a lot of them. But I also think that, like, to some extent it helps if you can get a little bit from it. Because yeah. then they're pot committed to you and they try to promote you for a little bit longer. Yeah, and then you're going to take it seriously. I think the yeah. issue is when you get into comedy and you don't see how you can get ahead. And so you don't take it seriously and right. you don't work on your writing or you don't... Mm-hmm. See it as a full-time job because it's like, well, I'm not going to be making money. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But hold on. So you see in this video of yourself in your in your, in your camera roll uh, as you were posting things on TikTok. Like, yeah, it, like it's just a maturity thing. That's why it, it mm-hmm. connected for you. Yeah, that's funny. I had, yeah. Well, like uh, uh, I'm doing a 30-minute set. Mm-hmm. And I so obviously do not have 30 minutes. Like, <laughs> in my head, I did. In my head, I absolutely, I, I remember that, I still remember that show. Mm. And I remember being like, wow, I didn't even get to all my jokes. Wow. <laughs> right? But now rewatching it, I'm like, oh, good, they were terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, it gets my it gets my goat when I had these there's these newer comedians and they're like, "Why am I I'm not on your show yet?" And I'm like, "It's a it's a showcase." Yeah. You know, for example, and they're like, "Yeah, well, how many minutes do I need?" I'm like, "Well, it's for experienced comedians and it's a 15 minute you know set." And they're like, "I've got at least an hour of material." It's like, dude, you don't have a you don't have five, yeah. you know. And I'm not being a dick. It's that you you don't gig regularly and you're not you know like like you've got two jokes that hit. And that's great, but you certainly don't have 15 minutes. Uh, it is just a rite of passage to have a conversation with a young comic who just assumes they have way more time I than they do. have an hour. It's just like, oh my God, that's hilarious. Like you've written that many pages of notes. Yes, but like, dude. <laughs> Even that's probably generous. Yeah. You know, you think you could write that many pages of notes one day. <laughs> I have an hour. I had two young comics. Um, Yeah, very sassy, sassy young things. Yeah. And it's just like, whoa, you were, um, you were so confident. I wish I had your confidence. Like, it's misguided. It's naive. But I, you know, and and me seeing these 18-year-old comics come through, and it's just like, wow, like, 
I don't, and, and I don't want to make it about gender politics, but there's a part of me that's just like, there was just no part of, like, I wonder how many women, you know, like it's, it's, I think there are younger female comics coming up and, and through, but like for me, my generation, like there, it is nuts how many female comics are better than their male counterparts, but don't ask for the spots in anywhere near mm-hmm. the same volume. Oh, the way that got, yeah, like when I, as soon as I started producing, the way that men would contact me directly mm-hmm. for spots, and it would be like, dude, the rules are on the event. <laughs> sure. Ever, it applies the same to everybody. Not a, a female would never, like, never, yeah I, yeah, I just never had a woman be like, hey, can I have a spot? Well, there's one woman who does tend to ask for things a lot very easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, um, I have an issue with, I, I just have an issue with people. Asking for special treatment. But I'll tell you, I bet you that person gets it and they should. Like, And they do. And yeah. they do. And yeah. they do. This is the person. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I'm aware. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, of our off mic conversations. I, I could tell. Uh, but like, in, I'll, 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 I'll change the city Please. to help you. Uh, um, uh, I, I know for a fact, like uh, in, in London, um, it's really hard to find female comics. I, like I, Everywhere. For every every well, show, I would ask like mm. eight or nine. Well, there's so many of them, but... Mm. Because but availability, in though, do try to actually book female comics more than other cities. Yep. I'm not saying a lot. I'm saying more than other cities. Mm-hmm, just to be clear. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times, like if we had a dropout, and I'm like, oh, let's get a female comic to replace them. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, well, unless you're going to go dig into the open mic circuit, like yes. uh, a lot of the gigging ones already have. They're gigs. booked. Yeah, they're booked. Yeah, absolutely. And that's also how it works in the German scene here. Oh. They're desperate for female comics. Like I had two uh, German um, male hosts beg me to get into stand up in German because mm-hmm. they're just like, we need more females doing German com- Like we need like, yeah. and you will rise very quickly, you know, once sure. you, you know, just because there's, they, they're looking for that. Um, yeah. They're looking to place. Yeah. Uh, the female quota is what it's called. They, they want to be able to sell more tickets and it's yeah. easier to sell more tickets when your lineup is diverse. Totally. Right. Uh, but it's, yeah, it's just that thing where like, I know, um, you know, <laughs> because I'm not a big comic, uh, uh, oh. well, sorry, I didn't even mean in an self-deprecating way. I just mean the sense of like, you know how I pick my openers? Uh, they ask and I go, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I've gotten some criticism recently because people go, like, oh, well, why would this or that person open? And I'm like, oh, it's cause uh, they asked and I said, yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 And you know what? They probably did just as well as the person criticizing them for getting that spot would have done. So what do I care? Like, Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Ah, opening for big comics. Yeah. I recently had a German uh, German comedian put my name forward to a German agent um, who was apparently booking the opener for um, Eliza. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she ended up going with no opener. So I guess no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, but that, that like that's like you know, but getting your name put forward is already like, wow, cool, yeah. that's wow. But um, but yeah, like asking, you know, that's the next thing. Like, I do need to like I do need to ask for some help. I think you know, like hey, you know, maybe an article getting written about my shows would be really helpful. You know, because I produce a bunch of stuff, or maybe you know, just getting a little bit of. Maybe get verified on Instagram. That would be cool. That's what I mean. Like, there's so many small things that people in the industry can help you get Mm. that aren't big, big deals, but they just feel so validating. Yeah, Yeah. right? Right? Yeah. All right, let's move on to sex stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enough comedy minutiae. To me, it it, it was part of it also because, like, I was watching 
that set of mine and uh-huh, i was like yeah. so many of the jokes were like <laughs> dating sucks like because <laughs> what else do 20 year olds have to talk about really you know i bet same with 30 year olds come yeah. on like yeah, 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 unless yeah. you start you know you, you decide to get a get a like write a sign a contract and pop out some offspring like it, it, dating or oh my uh, kids suck yo, yeah, <laughs> my yeah, husband yeah, yeah. my wife sucks uh it, it, the, the trajectory seems to be in your early 20s the jokes are like no one will date me and then it's like uh, oh man the people who date me suck and then totally. the, the, the next phase is like oh man now we have a kid yeah, <laughs> that was a mistake. That was a mistake. <laughs> yeah, that is that is. Although you know, I guess in Berlin, I think in lots of places, the the dating thing continues way up into the forties. Right? Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like there's a lot of. Do Do you feel like, uh, uh in Berlin, like when like when does dating become serious in Berlin? Like, what are the rules for that? What do you mean by becoming serious? Like, I feel like uh, whenever I talk to people in Berlin about Berlin dating, mm-hmm. it feels very much like, um, oh, uh, yeah, you know, no one is serious about it. Polyamory is a huge thing here. Like, those mm. stereotypes are, are, are much of, like no one settles down. So, like, how long mm. do you have to be casually dating someone in Berlin before you can start to be like, hey, maybe this is serious now or whatever? Yeah, I think um, obviously it depends. Um, like, there's a, there's a whole bunch of people here who are very conservative new expats. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that just doesn't apply to them at all. Sure. You know, you get people straight out of Eastern Europe or um, Turkey or... Uh, even just like really, you know, pretty standard people out of, out of, uh, England or whatever, Australia. Um, but then you do get, yeah, a lot of people who are here for the polyamory and you get the Germans on both sides of those coins as well. So it's like dating. It's like, it depends on, you know, if you're dating a musician in Berlin, I would expect to be dating them, which is like casually having sex with them and occasionally spending more time with them Mm -hmm. outside of the bedroom, uh, for at least like. And like partying with them, let's say, I would say you'd be doing that for a couple of months before there was any chat of, so are we something right. and that something is probably still not exclusive. Right. Maybe. Um, I'd say a couple of months. But if you're, you know, if you're dating someone that's, I don't know, maybe in IT or, mm-hmm. or, 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 well, that's it really. Uh, that's the only other <laughs> people that are here. <laughs> then I think, um, yeah, it's also obviously dependent on how intense or crazy they are and, and how much time you're spending. But yeah, I would say there's usually, and I think this applies to probably, no, I think it's very specific to more progressive cities. I think it's like a couple of months, uh, like like six weeks to two months before there's any chat of what is this? And even like two months, that might be early. Uh, uh, do you have a hierarchy of musicians? Um, interesting question. I usually only date guitarists. Ooh, that's a, that's a pretty clear hierarchy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. By the way, for someone with a drum kit in yeah. her room now, and a bass guitar, and a bass guitar, are you trying to be the drummer slash bassist for them? Like, what's happening here? Ooh, like, interesting. I have you know? a, I have a bandmate um, who plays guitar. Huh? Um, I play very bad. I've, I've never wanted to be a guitarist because I'm always fucking someone who's better at it. Mm-hmm. My bandmate is not a great musician. Love you, Toby. He doesn't listen to this. <laughs> um, 
But he, um, him and I started jamming together because we both were like, we're self-taught shitty musicians, but we, <laughs> but we <laughs> like musician is even a generous term for us. Right. Um, I just think the- like, what if this is his first episode he listens to <laughs> and now he's compelled to listen to all the other episodes just to see if you shit talk him in you the other ones You shit well. you shit. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, but no, um, because we have a similar taste, like we're both Australian and a similar taste in music and like upbringing. Mm-hmm. All my good friends in Berlin, funnily enough, are born the same year. It's funny when I moved to Berlin, yeah. all of my friends became exactly my age and all my lovers became younger. Oh, huh. yeah. Whereas in Australia, all my friends were like, well, it was really varied, but mm-hmm. like way more varied. And everyone that I, all my lovers were always older in Australia. How many of your friends are comics? Uh, in Australia, I, I oh, here, here. here. I'm not counting any comedian in that in that friendship. I figured. <laughs> no, I figured. When you said that they're, uh, they're all uh, uh, the same age as me, I was like, oh, I didn't realize. And I was like, oh, no, no, no I'm I'm older than most people in the scene here. Uh, uh, um, hold on, yeah, yeah, no, please. Although the the music thing, yeah, yeah. So no, I um, I yeah, I usually date guitarists. I've I haven't tried to learn guitar because yeah, someone's always been better at that at it than me. But yeah, Toby and I have a similar kind of education and music and tastes, and we would be making metal music, except that we are shit musicians. <laughs> uh, that's too hard, you know. So we we recorded an album last year, and we're still we're mastering it uh, in January. Like oh wow! We, yeah, the plan is to get it out by the end of Jan. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh wow, that's so cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, well, what, a, what a facet of your life I learned. And we, yeah, we both sing, and um, yeah, and I really got like properly into the drums with him because jamming with a bass and a guitar, eh, it can be a little bit like it's not as fun. Whereas like when you put the drum kit in the room, it's like ah, and I've always wanted to play the drums. So, um, but yeah, I um, I'm not doing this in order to make room for a guitarist in my life. I think what's happened is. There's, I've got like an old joke about it, but it's, it's just a classic thing. It's like when I was in my 20s, um, instead of becoming the person I wanted to be, I dated the person I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, and uh, there's a punchline to that, which I won't say, but like, but now I'm a musician, so I don't need to date one. <laughs> I've brought that into my, like that, that musical, you now, know, Now, is that something you believe or is that something you hope? Something I hope, okay? Yeah. Uh, fair I enough. Hope. No, yeah. it's a very yeah. human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, like, uh, since I have, no, it's true, like, no, since I've been playing music, I've still been dating musicians, yes. Although I'm kind of seeing a guy that's absolutely not a musician, which is very exciting. Tell us more. Uh, he's in IT. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so the opposite of music, yeah. It is the opposite. But, um, but also, like, coding, like, coding is like languages, right? By the way, I would love it now if in a year from now I do another episode of this, mm. and it's just you being like, yeah, now I'm really good at fixing computers, you know, because... Uh, <laughs> I don't want to date no more IT guys, so <laughs> so I became a coder. <laughs> I'm making heaps of money now. I'm real into Java and C plus plus because I made my own website. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh yeah, that that's funny. Yeah, let's see how it goes. Uh, it's very early, just like uh, you know, nice, nice early getting to know you stuff. But he's the first person, that, you know, that I've been. That I've given enough time that's really not uh, being a self-proclaimed, like, I'm a musician or I'm an artist or whatever. Like, he is like, nah, man, like, I, you know, he's he's got a serious job and he's he's uh, he's very good at it and he's very switched on and he's very funny. But he's like, not like, oh, this is a joke for you. Oh, yeah. oh you should add this to your set list. Like, no. 
I, I never even know what I'm supposed to do when people say that. You know what I mean? Like, I <sighs> sort of stare back at him like, hey, sure, man. Oh, man. I like the, 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 yeah, the last guy I was seeing in summer, he would be like, I got to the point where I was like, stop telling me to do your jokes, dude. Like, like, like am I telling you what burger to cook in your fucking burger shop that you work <laughs> No, so I, I weirdly, I am, I think, the rare male comic who experiences one facet of what female comics experience. Which is I get a lot of matches from women who want to try stand-up comedy. Oh, I fucking hate it so. Like, I'm so quick at, at narrowing that shit off, though. Like narrowing that shit off. Narrowing like uh, what is it? Uh, like triaging. Like it's very, very quickly clear yeah. to me if someone has matched with me on a dating app because they're interested in doing comedy. Like it's. I'm, what are, What are your signs? So so I've been shocked every time. The shocked is a weird word. Oh really? Like, yeah, I've been surprised every time. Oh, it's like if they want to talk comedy straight away, I'm like. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean that's a good that's a good clue. That's a pretty good clue. <laughs> I thought you meant like you would look at their Bumble profile and be like, "Oh, there's a microphone," or I don't know, like, mm, "He's posing like Steve Martin." I can tell. <laughs> well, that's a turn on. Uh, only if sure. he's wearing like Egyptian garb. But um, <laughs> but um, unfortunately, it has taken like a few first dates for me to realize, right. and it's usually the comment of like, "Yeah, I've always wanted to try it," and then I'm like. Ugh. <laughs> Uh, Especially yeah. if you're a man, you're like, man, there's truly nothing stopping you from doing it. So, right. Yeah. But on top of that, it's just like, ugh, like I, I don't. Yeah, I had one date um, last year where this guy was just like, when they're too interested in talking about comedy and how to get into it and how I got into it and all. It's just like, dude, this is I'm. I sh- you should I I should be charging for this. Like I'm giving you like a tutorial into how to get into stand up right now. No, see, I worry that uh, I I go the other way sometimes. Where I, because stand-up is such a weirdly big part of my life, mm. sometimes uh-huh. I'm like, I, ha- I guess I have to talk about it, right? Like, what? Like Definitely, definitely. But mm-hmm. <clears throat> on the first, pardon me, on the first date, it's, it's you know, I think it should be, like, going deep into you, into how you started it is not, like... Right, sure. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's definitely that. a line where you can tell they're, they're looking about open mic signups and stuff like that. that like they're, they're, they've got their with, list yeah. of questions that are not organically based on an interest in you. Right. Uh, and I'll take it. Some of them are very attractive. <laughs> <laughs> none, of them have been, none of them have been attractive enough for me to be like, let's just do this. Yeah. Uh, there was uh, this, it was this really funny uh, thing where this open micer in London was an American male model. Okay. And it was very much a thing where I, uh, he was not good at comedy. But his first joke I found hilarious uh-huh. because he talked about oh, how all the comics will hate him because of how handsome he is. Oh, that's great. That's that's great. That's, and that's it's just one of those great way to like, get people on side. Uh, uh, and it was an open mic, so it was half the audience were comics. To me, it just made me laugh so hard. Yeah. Because it was a, he meant it in a silly way. Yeah, yeah. It he made it come true. <laughs> <laughs> and then he would bomb for the rest of his set. But I was I was like ah, but that first line that was I give him that. That's <laughs> like, so yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's uh, a yeah. I've seen that before. Mm-hmm. If you had gone on a date with him, he would have been attractive enough, I think. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. Uh, a male model. There you go. Mm, yeah, a lot of substance there. I. Uh... It's a real Zoolander and Barrow situation. <laughs> oh man, fucking comedians though. When was the, what was the last time you did that as a mistake? Uh, as a mistake, it's always a mistake, yeah, right? Yeah, it's always a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> When was the? Because I made a, a solid rule, and I've stuck to it. <clears throat> and that was in two thousand and yeah, two thousand and twenty. It was like from then on, I was like, no. 
Uh, well, you know, it's weird. So when I first started comedy, I had this hard and fast rule. No way, no how, would never. When you started. When I started, I was like, we're all colleagues. Me too, but that was because I had a boyfriend. <laughs> uh, uh, and then... You know, what ended up happening was a lot of comics started dating around mm-hmm, me, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And at first you're like, oh, well, they already broke up and it's weird and it's awkward. And now he can't do the same open mic she hosts or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you're like, huh, so validating for my decision. Yeah. But then the longer you're in it, the more you're like, oh, but they're still together. Oh, that kind of works. Yeah, 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 totally. And there are some really successful comedian yeah. couples. Moshe Kasher and Natasha Legere, right? I think they're like the number one. Who are they? Uh, two Who? American comics. What are they called? Uh, Moshe Kasher and Natasha Legera. Uh, uh, Natasha Legera and Moshe Kasher has a podcast. podcast. They have a podcast, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that might even be the title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you're like, oh, okay. Well, no, I guess I guess it, it's yeah. not. And like Tom and Christina. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, it's also definitely the thing where like I was in New York and I was like, oh, I would never. And then I moved to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And I was like, maybe I will. <laughs> <laughs> and the female comic population, they were very clear. Nope. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. one the one person I asked out. Okay. Yeah. Um, I also think, do you have a, a different rule or a different perception of like stand-ups versus improvisers? Like, would you ever date an improviser? Because I feel like you, there's no way you would ever respect an improviser. <laughs> you are, I'm not going to not respect, but it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. It's like... Like uh, calling yourself a comedian when you don't do stand up is a bit of a struggle for me. Like I struggle mm-hmm. to to respect that, I guess. Well, like what about if they did sketch? Because I think you would respect sketch. Sketch, I would respect. So yes. really, sketch, of the three yes. types of comedy, you would really only not respect improv. <laughs> it depends on how charming, sure, and yeah. and personality, mm-hmm. and I'd be I'd be open. I'm I'm not. You know, I don't close any doors until uh, until um, they say. Uh, <laughs> Unless they ask you for a suggestion, yeah, then you're exactly. like, I'm out. Exactly. Like, if that had any, you know, crossover into the bedroom, I'd just be like, get the <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, no. Um, but I'm no, I've never. Can I get a suggestion of anywhere at all that you would like me to put it? <laughs> yeah. In your own mouth. <laughs> um, but no, I've never, yeah, no, improv, no. And then, um, yeah. Uh, yes, no, I've been very good. I've been very good. But like, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm not close to comedians. I Like if it just turned out that it happened, okay. But I think it's a good starting rule of like, you know, you'd need to be really clear that it was a good move. But see, forward. for the record, my, my thing was the opposite. I mm. was like, oh, I could never date a stand-up because we're colleagues and we're all so similar. Uh, the improvisers, of course, they could date those. Yeah, <laughs> like totally. Really? Oh, yeah. They're so different. They are so different. And I think, you know, like how many serious... Well, I guess you knew very serious improvisers. Yeah. Whereas that's one of my criticisms. It's just like... No one's becoming a famous improviser in Berlin. You know what I mean? Uh, all the good news, though, just like the stand-up ladies of San Francisco, the improvisers mm. of New York, also not interested in sitting. <laughs> but... Uh, 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 swing and a miss! <laughs> Sing and a miss. Sing and a miss! <laughs> but you've, you've been... You, 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 had a, you had a date. You had a date this week. <laughs> You did. That was sorry. That was Anna feeling so bad for me <laughs> that she felt the need to be like, no, uh, actually, he dated someone quite recently. Yeah, um, you had a you had a follow up date I, I, and a promise to a third date. Well, who knows? Well, technically a second date because the first time you just met, but yeah. Yeah. No. Um, 
it, and you know what? It, it is interesting too. Like it's just so different. Like versus like the lockdown dating when it was just walks. Oh my god, lockdown dating. And back in Amsterdam, I met a very lovely lady, mm-hmm. and it, yeah, we just went on several walking dates, and it was like, all right, all right. It's either walking dates or illegal parties, <laughs> right? Yeah. I don't know. I had one. I had a boyfriend during the the first lockdown in Berlin, and um, yeah, we went on a walk, and then we basically like it was a very successful fast date. It was just like, and then we kissed, and then we went to his house, and then we didn't have to go in for any more walks. Like we could just <laughs> <laughs> we could just go to each other's house, and that was that was great. See, I think I'm in a weird position as a traveling comedian, because mm. it's like so much of my ability to make money on tour mm. is I can crash with other comedians yes right but often that means i'm like sleeping on an air mattress on the living room or yes. on a couch or whatever yes. all places you cannot take a date back to absolutely not uh so it has to be like their place and some women understandably are like i don't really want him to come back to my place yeah uh, yeah. uh yet yeah it was like there's a there's a touring comment well uh yeah um from a female here at the moment and she uh went on a date on new year's eve and she was like you know, uh, she didn't feel comfortable going back to the guy's place because it's just like, mm. yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like how it could be very, uh, but going back to a guy's place versus bringing a guy back, like I would actually feel, I don't know, it's a bit like I don't know, bringing a guy back is I'm more, I am gonna be, I don't know anymore. You know what it is? Okay, wait, I'll, I'll, I think I think I can spell it out. Mm. It's how it's clingy versus creepy. Right? Yes. If someone is creepy, you don't want to go back to their place. If someone is clingy, you don't want them to come to your place. Exactly. Yeah. Because you don't want to have to kick them. Like, you want them to know when to leave. Yeah. Um, But... Yeah, going back to his place, it's like, yeah, am I gonna, am I gonna get chained up and and mm-hmm. become a story in the newspaper? Yeah, oh, please. Yeah, you think you'd be good enough to be in the newspaper? <laughs> I think so. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> Don't put that out there. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah, yeah. Too mean. Too mean. <laughs> It's in King of the Slams. No, but it's like, don't, don't like, like, don't manif- like, put that into the universe <laughs> of like, yo, let's see if she's good enough to get written about the newspaper. Man, that would be the meanest version of a hippie. <laughs> He's just putting mean things into the universe. Like, that's, hey, man, I believe in energies, and that's why I fuck with people. Yeah, no, I, I was, um, I've been developing this joke, um, and, uh, and I end up researching the concept of manifestation like manifesting mm-hmm. what you want and then one of the google searches was is manifesting a sin <laughs> and it says i gotta click on that yeah of course and yeah. you know obviously it's just like well if what you want to manifest is a sin then it's a sin oh. <laughs> <laughs> of course you retard well mm. uh i mean uh what was your childhood like childhood like because i went to catholic school i went to i chose to go to a catholic high school it's the same. I went to a Catholic yeah. high school, but yeah, I chose yeah, yeah. it. My parents were not. Well, my parents were brought up Catholic, but not. Uh, they were they were like atheist or agnostic. And I was gonna um, say, what is Australia like for religion? Uh, it's pretty Christian, but it's oh, like okay. chill Christian. It's like uh, we say Christmas instead of so happy solstice, <laughs> sure. and like we have the holidays. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I was expecting you to say something very different. By the way, in America, it's a we say Christmas, not happy holidays, not oh, yeah? happy solstice. That, I don't well, even know. Yeah, okay, I don't know. I guess that's solstice hippie, is hippie. more Christian. I think no, no. Happy solstice is less Christian. Okay, it's like pagan. No? Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, um, yeah. So it's like not happy holiday. Well, it is more happy holidays now. But growing up, it was more like Merry Christmas. Um, but uh, but yeah, I grew up absolutely atheist. Went to this Christian school, Catholic school. Uh, the first school I wanted to go to wouldn't let me in because I wasn't Catholic enough. 
Weird. And I was like, damn. And Melbourne, it was called Star of the Sea. Um, Sluts of the Sea was its uh, nickname. Okay. Yep. And um, and then I ended up going to this other school called Presentation College Windsor, was, which was really cheap. My dad was very happy I chose that school. Uh, <laughs> so you can go wherever you want. And I was like, this one. And um, and they were very open-minded and they, they taught like all the religions and we had lots of different right. um, religious uh, groups there. But it did have a church, a chapel. We did do, we went to church every week and um, we would read prayers and there was communion and all that stuff. Yeah. For us, it was very different. I went to Catholic school just because it was uh, the choice that wasn't, like I grew up around a lot of public schools that had a lot of gangs. So it was yeah. just like, oh, go to this private school and it happens to be Catholic. Yeah, 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 yeah. This, yeah, this was like the cheapest private school right. option. But I didn't. My parents didn't know. Like they, uh, yeah, yeah. Because I wasn't Catholic, I had to test into it. So it was like, uh, okay. Like technically, everyone has to take the test. But like mm-hmm. out of a hundred, uh, if you're Catholic, you can get in with like a forty or thirty or something like oh, that. Oh, nice. And I, you know, for people like me, I think I had to get like a ninety-seven or anything above a ninety. But I think I got yeah. like a ninety-seven or something just okay. to get into this. Ah, uh, my uh, school was not elitist in any. It was like the. Really? Poor, it was just the poor Catholic school, but. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I wanted to go there because my best friend was going there, and it was actually very good. Like it was a yeah. If you wanted to do well, you could do well at that school. But you know, people weren't like bright stars. You know, yeah, yeah competing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, my well, that was the thing is I weirdly so I went to the school that was despite having to test so highly just to get in, mm. not known for its academics at all. <laughs> like, That's funny. We were really an athletic school, which is very weird. Oh. Like uh, uh, we have alumni who have since, um, I think the number one beach volleyball player, Carrie Walsh, was an <laughs> alumni. Like what uh, for a sport? Uh, uh, tell her gold medals. Uh, <laughs> my favorite thing is that she donated a beach volleyball court to the school and they were kind of just very clear, like what the fuck do we... What are we... We're, we're in a landlocked part of California where we like, where do we put this... <laughs> That's hilarious. So they just like for like five years, I think, just had a beach volleyball court like off to the side, like in a field. <laughs> and That's great. Uh, then eventually like got fake rid of it. sand. And- yeah, fake sand. And yeah, she, that's she made a lot of money. So she yeah, donated it. Um, well thought out donation. Yeah. 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 We had NBA players as well. I mean, a lot of people like oh. go to college on college uh, athletic scholarships. So like, yeah, OK. Yeah. Yeah, that was obviously not our vibes, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, you're talking to number one mixed doubles badminton. Oh, really? Varsity. Oh, you are. Yeah. You are such a badminton player. Uh, and uh, indoor badminton, so it was cool. <laughs> People hit very hard. Yeah, yeah. Badminton was heaps of fun. I liked that. That was one of the sports I liked. Oh, yeah. I hated sport. I hated sports. I, I think I surprised a lot of people I love sport. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, okay. A bit surprising. We like you've got it, you know, because you studied law. Yeah. Yeah. So like that's surprising. You think so? You think law and sport is a different? No. Yeah. Well, in sport, law and sport have a lot of overlap because of so many uh, alpha bros that try to go to law school. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose. I suppose it just like for me in my head, it's like to do law, you need to study so much, so that usually takes cuts into the athletic time. Oh yeah, I mean that's why they watch the sport. They don't play it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 But yeah. a, lot of, a lot of type A's find ways to make it work. Type A's find ways to, like alphas. Yeah, or just like type A personalities, you know, uh-huh. you have that What's phrase type here? A personality? It's just like someone who has to be first in everything, super organized, like very, like in shape. Uh, um, mm-hmm. if you, I guess you could call them alphas, but they would never classify themselves as that necessarily. Oh, really? Or they wouldn't, not all of them would. Mm. Um but yeah, it's like the kind of person who wants to finish first, who wants to mm-hmm. uh, get everything done like early and mm-hmm. early. Okay, yeah. Oh, all right. I was like, maybe I can relate. And I was like, no, not really. 
and uh, law school's full of them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really glad I didn't go. I mean, I was so lucky that I feel like I really flipped uh, a lot of the stereotypes on its head Mm -hmm. because I was the chubby little Indian boy and I was getting all of my notes from like the pretty law students uh, oh, who are type it. A because I had to do comedy every night. I didn't have time to read any of that stuff. Like, Oh man, fuck. <laughs> Imagine doing comedy at uni. Fuck, I and, wish I'd done that. And people were like, well, see, because mine was technically post uh, uni, right? Because it's a, it's a doctorate program mm-hmm, in America. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so okay. like, um, uh, I was this like 27 year old who had already done comedy for six or seven years mm-hmm. when the time I started law school. And most of the law students I was friends with were like 24, 25. So like not that much younger, but young enough that uh, uh, it was just very different. Yeah. 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 And they probably had more parental support. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Like I went back to finish my last uh, year. Like I, I graduated, but then I went back to do the uh, like the crossover year so that you can do a master's basically. And I went back and did that when I was 25. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, like I was living out of home and everyone else around me was like 21. Right. And I was 25 and they were still at home and they were still, and it was, um, yeah. It's a big difference. It's massive. It was, I felt so old compared to them and it was only four years. Oh yeah. Um, it's, it's really that difference of like, have you had to pay bills yet or not? Yeah, totally. And that changes your whole perspective on life. Yeah, Totally. But I was even doing that in my undergrad. Like I, I moved out of home when I was, uh, my first year. And so, and I was like paying my own rent and doing all of that stuff myself for my two, set last two years of my degree. And yeah, the number of people that were just, ah, anyway. I realized one of my weird privileges mm. is that if someone tells me they've been paying bills for whatever, I always, like for like seven years, mm. I, always, I still always assumed they started at 22 because there's so many people I knew that went to college. Like mm-hmm. to me, going to university was the norm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was, it was more a question of like uh, going to a great university is not the norm, but going yeah. to a university is. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, assuming that everyone's gone to university. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas so like, I like, I, yeah, go on. But I met a girl recently who was like... Um, but Europe is way different as well, right? Like, yeah. Oh. Well, I can't... I don't know. I, I, is it like way different in terms of how people go to college or not? People, no, people just spend way more time at university. And usually when they're at university, right. they're not supporting themselves. Right, right. Well, and they're so, still living... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Out of the parents' pocket. Mine was the inverse. I met someone who uh, had been paying bills for four years. Mm. And so I just naturally assumed they were 26, 27. So when they were like, oh, I'm 22, I was like, what? Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's young. That's so young, yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah. I can relate to that. Um, all right, so we got, we got into very adult topics in terms of like maturity and bill <laughs> paying. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. I got a little bit onto the dating thing. And time. We also discussed the, the most adult topic of all, time. the passage of time. Um, there's the dating stuff. I don't know. What's the longest relationship you've had? This is random. I was having this chat recently <laughs> with the guy that I've been, uh... mm, so technically two years, I would never really count that though, because it was mm-hmm. so on again, off again. So I would, mm-hmm. I, I would even say that like, honestly, probably not longer than a few months. Like, um, I've been doing comedy for the last 13 years mm-hmm. and I didn't really start dating until honestly, mostly after college. Mm-hmm. So like, um, uh, for me, it's like uh, because I've been moving around so much, it's never really been anything longer than that. Yeah, you've yeah. been moving around that much, really? <clears throat> yeah, so I spent uh, my f- first year and a half of comedy, two years of comedy, was in San Diego. Mm-hmm. And then I went to New York for four years. Mm-hmm. And then LA for one year. Then San Francisco for three years. 
then London for a few months, uh, then Amsterdam for six months, then London again for six months, then tour. Yeah, it's been. Uh, okay, yeah, that's uh, that's all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel and very if- stable compared to you now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, yeah, because you've been in Berlin for almost a decade now, right? No, six years. <clears throat> uh, that's not almost a half, decade. <laughs> halfway through, yeah, I was I was about half off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, six years, six years, and like, uh, yeah, in like two weeks it'll be six years exactly. So, um, yeah, six six years, and then before that was just Melbourne. Um, yeah, so I've been pretty stable. I yeah, so I was I was chatting to this 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 guy in bed. It was so nice to have a New Year's Day mm-hmm. with 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 somebody. I was like, that was like. <laughs> Best New Year's, <laughs> New Year's I've had in so long, just to have someone that's not did, like a that's not like a oh that shouldn't be happening. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 okay, sure, sure, sure. Did uh um did this did you bring him to the party? Uh no, we met up at the next bar. So we did karaoke, and then I went to another bar. Space you went to another Medusa. bar? Yeah, I went to Space Medusa. Oh, I should have gone. You should have come. Yeah. Well, the thing is, um, we were driving with Shahak and he was like, I'm going to McDonald's. And I was like, I'll come. And then I'm going to go to a party in, in Neukölln. And then as we were driving towards McDonald's, I was like, Space Medusa. And um, yeah. Daniel LL was with us. And I was like, ah, this and then we parked the car and all three of us went into Space Medusa. Oh, and then awesome. a bunch of other comics were there. And um, nice. And that was when the boy that I've been seeing messaged me. And I was like, oh. <gasps> Oh my god! I'm gonna have a, a person on his day. <laughs> is, is is that the guy I met the last time I was in Berlin? Yes. Oh, you're one of the few people that yeah, have met yeah. him. Yes. Oh yeah, very nice boy. Yeah, really. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Fuck, that's crazy. You know what? Not many people have met him. Well, let me tell you, and I'll tell the entire um, uh, listenership this. You know, what he he might be 14, but he's a great guy. You know, <laughs> and I don't approve of what you do to that boy, but uh, <laughs> I know he appreciates it. So. <laughs> His parents haven't complained yet. <laughs> He's 27. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 27 is actually not that crazy of an age, right? Okay. It's, it, it is eight years, though. Like, yeah, we, we it comes up a little bit. Um, uh, but I think, like, the mid-30s to late-20s is still, like, a very acceptable... Yeah. You know. It is. Especially because that's, like... So I would argue that that's that weird part of your life mm-hmm. where you're either actively fighting the becoming 40 mature mm-hmm. life or you're like trying to get there early. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so mm-hmm. some people are basically 40 by the time they're 28 yeah. and other people aren't 40 until they're like 47 or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I kind of think when you're dating in that range, like it's, it's way more less age based and more like much like out life outlook. Based. Well, I felt, and, yeah. I, and I agree. And the thing is, when like sometimes we, we've talked about it, you know, it comes up. It's like, oh, when I was this age, you were this age, mm-hmm. and like he didn't like he was born the year that I think Kurt Cobain died, you know, but he didn't know about you know he, right. like the 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 the, the, I mean, the Gulf War, yeah. <laughs> like all these things, like Monica Lewinsky, you know, like yeah. I, you know, the things that I've lived through. But we'll have these conversations, but then in all of the other com- and like we laugh at this, but then in all the our other conversations, the age doesn't feel yeah, do- it doesn't feel relevant. It doesn't feel um, like it. Um, I don't know. Um, yeah, it, it doesn't feel like it's affecting our, you know, how we how we're living or how we see things or it's and there's no point where he's like, oh well, you know, from my experience, it's like this and this and it's like, 
I have seven, I have eight more years experience. Like, at no point <laughs> sure. have I had to pull rank or it felt like, dude, you're like, why are you minimizing my Oh, and it's so interesting. For, for me, it's the other way. Mm. Or I've dated some people younger and I've actively been like, oh no, they're mm. so much better at this than me. <laughs> this is so you're embarrassing. Hilarious. Like, <laughs> like I, I mean, and like in really sweet ways too. Like I remember uh, uh, I got like a hotel breakfast with this girl and um. Well, uh, with two different women. Uh, 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 Hold on, like you slept together and then in the morning you had breakfast Yeah, together? we had breakfast, okay, right? Yeah, yeah, cool. So like I remember one it wasn't girl... wasn't like, let's go on a date and go to a hotel for breakfast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No. You know, which if you could sneak in and get in for free a lot of times. Yeah. Um, there's a place in New York I used to All know. you can eat, babe. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, also, uh, just to, uh, just say the phrase room 307 a bunch of times in your head just to get it. Uh, uh, <laughs> so you did this with two separate women. Two separate women. Mm. And uh, one of them, I just remember being like, like, you know, because most hotels, they have like a buffet thing going for breakfast, mm-hmm. right? And I just like put whatever it looks. Continental. Yeah, continental <laughs> breakfast. And I just go, I put whatever looks good on my plate and I eat it mm-hmm. often one at a time. Really? Yeah. Like, like, it, like if I get like a croissant and jam, I'll put the jam on the croissant, right? Or whatever. Okay. But like if I get bacon and a croissant and some cheese, mm-hmm. I'm not thinking sandwich. Okay. And she was. And I just remember being like, this is somehow overly impressive to me because i'm like <laughs> just the patience of like uh, making her own sandwich uh i grew up without a lot of money so to me buffets are like too bro eat as much of this shit as you can as quickly as possible mm-hmm. so i don't do that now so like my maturity is now i just eat what i want to eat but i don't put it or anything together i'm still like you gotta yeah Okay, okay, yeah. yeah. Whereas you were like, wow, that's uh, uh, genius. So mature, yeah. the way she's patiently making a sandwich instead of like... Instead of just eating all the separate things. Yeah, just making a sandwich in your mouth, you know? Yeah. <laughs> making a sandwich in your mouth. Uh, uh, and then uh, uh, a, a different girl I went uh, went out... This sounds crazy. This sounds like... I, I would never thought I would ever be the guy who was like, and then a different girl and I slept diff- with. And then, and then and we had this hotel. hotel breakfast, yeah. Uh, made me food from the hotel thing, and I was also just like... Very touched. <laughs> I was like, so she put it together. For she you. put it together for me, and it took a while. And I just remember thinking, like, wow, that's sweet. That's sweet. She was like, "This is a delicacy in this city," so I thought I'd make it for you. And I was like, "That's very, oh, wow. yeah, very lovely. That's yeah. really sweet." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And these both of these women were younger than you. Uh, one of them was like only slightly younger than me, like okay. one or two years, and then one okay. of them was like like more like six or seven. So the six yeah. or seven one uh was the one who made a sandwich, and I was like, "What? That's crazy!" And the one <laughs> one or two years was like the one who actually like. Uh, uh, made a dish out of the ingredients they had and handed it to me. And I was like, that's, that's what? Wow, that's cool. That's yeah. really sweet. That's really sweet. Yeah. Do you I, have, do you have like, so you don't have moments like that with your boyfriend? With my boyfriend? I don't have, what do you mean? Uh, uh with the, what, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most Berlin response. I feel like immediately you just look like you'd been attacked. You know what I mean? My boyfriend, who are you talking about? Huh? <laughs> um, and I felt myself as well. <laughs> Maybe one day, but like, who knows, you know, um, moments like this with, yeah, moments where I'm like, wow, he's, 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 he's very um, put together. Like, mm, he's very put together, I guess, in, um, in his, uh, approach to his job. Mm-hmm. And, um, like we talked about our new year's resolutions and, um, yeah, he's very, he's very organized and put together, right. but he's also like, you know, he'll, he'll party, but mm-hmm. he's like very 
you know, like um, strategic and, and what's the word I'm looking for? Like Type um, A, it turns out. That's what a, it feels like. He's a type A. Yeah, yeah for sure. And uh, yeah, like his language goals for 2020. Like he's like, oh, well, wow. my language goals. Oh, and my, my God. You know, and my work goal and then my, my uh, fitness goal and then my, you know, and he really like compartmentalizes and is structured and it's very um, impressive i have none of that and i'm like wow that's cool like i i i am like that but like you know not like that you know i uh yeah <laughs> my maturity is i don't have new year's eve resolutions so i have nothing to feel bad about in two weeks that's it that's that was not- my mom's i ended up having this whole fight <laughs> with my mom because she's like my new year's resolution is to be um i shouldn't put the voice on but i'm gonna put the voice on my new year's resolution is to be um is to <laughs> is to break down you know my fear of failure and uh, and my perfectionism and i'm like that's not quantifiable mom my favorite thing was <laughs> my favorite thing was uh i feel like you put on a voice that in your head is much different than your normal voice but it's not and to me it's like uh anna you i don't know if you stopped doing a voice or what's going on but that's the same voice <laughs> No, no, this is my mother's voice. I so say that would age. She likes to, she knows just a little bit higher Uh, (laughs) in my head. Um, Yeah, and then she was like, yeah, so I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to bake, bake a new recipe, recipes, and I'm going to be, have less of a fear of failure. And I was like, well, how many recipes are you going to do? Like, let's quantify this so that you can actually get, by the end of the year, a sense. I have to make more fun of you for this because (laughs) the listener can't tell this. But your body language changes quite a bit when you do your mother, right? Like the way you hunch up your shoulders and the way you just like squint your face a little bit. But then the voice that comes out is the exact same voice that you were using this whole time. Oh, come on. I'm talking in the lower <laughs> register here for sure. Uh, listen, I can't even make fun of you that much. I know that I would do an impression of literally anyone when I was doing, whenever I do it in stand-up. And it's mm-hmm. always just a deeper voice. So my mom would just sound weirdly deeper than, you know. Hey, Sid. Hey, Sid. I don't know why you do uh, Treat your brother better. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah anyway but it was an ugly conversation in the end because she was like why are you criticizing my goal setting i want to be less rigid so just like you you're yeah. like my goal is to have no goals yeah so that way i'm not disappointed in myself yeah. well to me to me it's like i have goals i just don't the, the concept of years makes mm. no sense to me thing is my birthday is towards the end of the year Ooh. and so that that way i i do usually see it as quite close to mm-hmm. You know my my yearly cycle, right? And so you know, middle of November, you know, it gives me like a month to really, um, you know, brew and 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 and, and get the concentrate of, of what what's happened for that year, and then set a new course. No, that's totally fair. Uh, uh, I think I would, yeah, I'm more likely to have like goals for like, oh, now that I've turned 33, what do I want to accomplish? Yeah, exactly. Like a New Year's resolution where I'm yeah. like. But I think uh, exercise much... more than after two weeks. Well, didn't do that one. Yeah, no, no, no. In fact, I don't like that those ones, but ones that are connected to your yearly mm-hmm. development. Yeah, 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 for sure. But mine are quite close. When's your birthday? Uh, August 29th. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That makes you a... That's not a Leo. No, you're, it's later. It's, a, it's a, a Virgo. It's a Virgo, Which yes. means, uh, as a man, I don't believe in the horoscope. Now, if I was a Leo, totally would believe in it. Yeah, you know, because you'd you, be like, I'm a Leo. I'm a, a straight-up lion. Oh, uh, uh, wait, I'm a virgin woman. I don't know if... <laughs> I don't know if horoscopes are... Uh... Virgo. I dated one Virgo, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ben was a Virgo. Ben. Uh, I didn't realize how many women... But I don't remember much. ...look at horoscopes for fun. Um, I don't look at... Okay, so I look at yearly horoscopes. I started mm-hmm. looking at yearly horoscopes. Okay. Uh, when shit got real bad. 
<laughs> Usually I wouldn't. Yeah. Um, however, I did grow up with a strong education in astrology, not not reading horoscopes because mm-hmm. it's like that's bullshit. That's some some you know quack at the the, the newspaper. He gets paid like five dollars you know a week. Yeah. Um, whereas actual astrology, it was like I found a lot of. I could, I'm, it seemed to ring really true to me. And, and I grew up with um, this like 1970s Linda Goodrum. There was like a Goodrum maybe, uh, sun signs. And then this like love signs and the love signs book, it would be like woman, Scorpio, man, uh, Gemini or man, um, Scorpio, woman, Gemini. And it would go through the dynamics of the couples and the amount of uh, truth that I found in these descriptions of the struggles within the partnership of the benefits, you know, the compatibilities, mm-hmm. I grew up with that. And it really like, it really, yeah, I, I, I believed in it and I think I still do, but I don't, I don't, I, you know, I used to, as soon as I started a relationship, as soon as I found out the horoscope, like the hor- yeah. the, uh, the sign, I would, I would have a look. I don't do that anymore. <clears throat> and I've stopped doing that for many years. But the yearly horoscope I looked at because I looked at the 2020, 2020 horoscope. Mm-hmm. No, I looked at the 2021 horoscope because 2020 was tough. <laughs> and my right. 2021 horoscope was like, you are going to have great success uh, in your in your field of um, in your career. You're going to become a leader amongst your peers. You're going to increase your 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 knowledge. You're going to you're going to um, make so much money. And you're really going to get ahead, going to get ahead financially. And when it comes to love, um, there will be no good options for you this year. Uh, I do like the idea that sometimes you're in such a low place that what you really need is um, the fucking stars or a fortune cookie to make you feel better. Dude, I've got fortune cookie little things everywhere. Yeah. Listen, (laughs) get your validation where you can get it. You know what I mean? Like. It's Seriously. like, oh shit, what happened to my career? Oh fuck, I gotta, gotta find a biscuit. I gotta find one of them biscuits <laughs> with words in them. Like, I need a validation. That cookie's yeah. gonna gonna tell me what my next <laughs> part is. It's gonna give me my direction. I remember my favorite one um, oh, was, I, uh, there's a Chinese restaurant called Panda Express in America. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And their foraging cookie was like, um, never forget the wisdom of, e- um, of eating healthy. And I was like, bitch, I'm a Panda Express. Yeah, that's <laughs> fucking I, rude. That's like that's like someone is like trying like trying to screw over Panda Express yes. and snuck into their fortune cookie. Yes. Like, yeah. Although I th- like, could you technically order healthy at Panda Express? No, I mean, I theoretic no, I don't no, think no. Okay, everything's like yeah. I mean, they technically order. They have a salad, so I guess you could order only the salad, only which the no salad. one has ever done. No, and why would you? You're missing the whole point of yeah. Panda Express, I assume. Yeah. Um, I had uh, when I my first year of moving to Berlin, there was a Chinese restaurant I would go to, and um, two months apart, I got um exactly the same fortune cookie message, but I felt like it was right, and and the message was um, uh, uh, uh shit. Uh, patience is uh, is the remedy for so all things. And, and then, you know, and a month later, I got the same. <laughs> and like, I needed that guidance so much. And I got the same. <laughs> I was like, I can't, I can't, you know, like blame the restaurant for having like just this one batch of cookies mm-hmm. because maybe like I'm still being impatient, you yeah. know, like I needed to get that message a second time. <laughs> um, but I looked at it. Okay. So with this 2021 horoscope, um, it said, uh, so no luck. There will be no good love options for you this year. However, at the end of the year, there will be some light moments. Okay. 
And so, so no fatties. Uh huh. <laughs> Sorry. What did you say? <laughs> I said no fatties. No fatties. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did have a very fun like um, September through to um, December, and I'd say that's like kind of the end of the mm-hmm. year. Yeah. Um, but then I looked at my horoscope for 2021. It's pretty much exactly the same. But then it says, but at the end of 2022, uh, you will have an extraordinary love relationship. And I'm like, well, I don't want to get my hopes up. <laughs> Light moments seemed a lot more safe. To yeah, look yeah, sure, to. sure, sure. Putting my putting my hopes on having a fucking extraordinary love relationship is a bit scary. Would you? How would you consider your fortune? Uh, fortune, sorry, your year horoscope. Now mm. that that year has ended, mm. how would you rate their accuracy? Hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Like I got ahead in my career, I uh, made money. Sure. I um, like I I took on a bigger venue, and so you know I I produced more shows. Right. So the whole wait, what did you use? I want to see. I want to see what mine was. Yeah, it's like the browner the yogi, the better. Um, <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, it was it was just like the first one that looks a bit legit is the one that uh, I went with. Twenty twenty one year horoscope. Yeah, I'll see what I uh, twenty twenty one. You're looking the f- in the past. Yeah, so I can re- review what, what it was. Yeah, yeah, Ooh, yeah. but that's bad luck, apparently, obviously. Well, that year's over either way, you know? Yeah, but they say that then it fuck you know, like like true, like dickhead astrologists, like, never okay. look at a past horoscope. Why don't we just look at your one? Yeah, but you know why? Because they're trying to protect their own business. Exactly. <laughs> you know it. I don't, I don't believe those motherfuckers. No, you shouldn't. Uh, okay, it Let's says this. Uh, according to astrology.com. This is yours this for is 2021? Yeah. I didn't use astrology.com, but yes, go for it. Uh... Okay, it says you'll experience a great deal of growth. Uh, I did gain weight. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> why? Uh, as you assess where you are now and where you still wish to go. The year ahead will be filled with opportunities for personal growth, health, happiness, <laughs> love, friendships, and success. So expect to be quite busy. Um, what a vague. That's vague. That, that's, that, no, don't trust. Don't, yeah. don't trust astrology.com. You need to get <clears throat> uh, genuinely, you need to get a yogi, like that, one that's got like an Indian, India Today yearly horoscope. Okay. Way better. Or uh, Ganesh. Gane- okay, Ganesh, Ganesh speaks. speaks. Well, great. Mm-hmm. I found that one too. Okay, do that uh, one. Virgos. Okay, first of all, though, let me rate that last one. Uh, mm. That's why it was bad luck because it was a waste of my time. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Spot on. Vir- uh, Virgos may experience many ups and downs during the year. Huh. Crazy. Oh, sorry. This is for this year, 2022. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't go. Yeah, you can't yeah. go back. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, huh. Wow. Where did they get that from? I might have some ups and downs. Crazy. Your popularity may increase this year amongst the people you mingle with. I don't want those people. May increase. <laughs> yeah. I like this so far. It's almost like this horoscope read the last horoscope and is just now nervous. <laughs> Uh, it's like they, they can't predict what I'm going to do, but they can't predict I'm, they're going to be on my podcast. <laughs> uh, the results of your hard work may be apparent for you this year if you have been working hard on your fortunes. Oh, so Jesus. Okay. If you are a hard worker, uh, uh, you'll know. But if you're not, don't worry about they it. They don't. don't. Um, <laughs> it's almost like that's my Asian parents talking about it, right? If you didn't get a sense, you didn't work hard enough. Uh, yeah. Whether it be financial pressure or lowered self-esteem issue... You face heavy pressure this year. All right, sure. Okay, stand-up that, comedy. That sounds kind of, about yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, but that's also yeah. But stand-up yep. comedy—that's very specific. Yeah. Uh, hence, you should do your best to keep your finances in order this year. 
especially between January and September, most of the year. Most of the year. But that's the year where, for me, I usually have no love, yeah, apparently. Sure. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and I would save a lot of money if I don't go on any dates. Yeah, um, right. In addition, the year 2022. Because Sin Sing pays. Just put it out there. Sin Sing pays for, on a date. Uh, uh, much Hotel to the breakfast. Much Hello. to the chagrin of my dates, apparently. Um uh, in addition, the year 2022 may be a very good year for students who have planned ahead and worked hard. Students can get fucked. Uh, <laughs> they stick with it. Because take advantage of the academic preparation you received this year. Taking management courses in a foreign country is a good choice for students this year. What a weirdly specific that one. It does not apply to me. Ganesha. Yeah. Who's paying you? Uh, in fact, your vigor this year may be high enough to give you a rise in your career. Okay. I'm going to criticize this. It feels this like is this bad. Written this is very bad. By yeah. an Asian parent. To yes. trick their daughter into going to like Berlin and becoming a successful and getting the MBA their parents wanted yeah, to get. Yeah, it's an MBA, MBA, MBA uh, horoscope. Actually. The following schools are good to go to. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, I think Ganesh is not the right one. I don't think this is the best horoscope. Actually, I would like to find the one that um, that I I, I used. Uh, ooh. I want to find the one. Times of India, no. I want to know which one it was. I had a screenshot of the one. Let's just do a quick... Uh, I kept the screenshot. Ooh, I, this I like it. Mm. I See, but okay, so the reason I brought this up in the beginning, though, was mm. I didn't realize how many people I've dated are very sheepish about about the fact that they look at horoscopes. Oh, dude, it's super embarrassing. It yeah. was Ganesha Speaks for 2021 that oh, gave me that no. shit. Oh, and you believe it now after you're listening to mine? Let me double check. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Oh, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Uh, this okay. is what happens when trying to get your advice from a guy whose face is an elephant. <laughs> I like elephant. I like a big trunk. Uh, I've always wanted Hinduism to get slightly more popular mm. and racism to die down slightly more so I can make fun of the story of Ganesha because it's an insane story. They're all insane stories though, aren't they? Oh like, yeah, all religious stories are insane. Crazy. The one, uh, the Ganesha one is almost like a sitcom though. Really? Yeah. Like you uh, should make it a, you should totally do it again and just think you should be the well, voice <laughs> so, so the story is is that um god goes away to hunt or shiva in this case mm -hmm. and uh, uh his wife wants to take a bath yeah classic a uh, classic woman always bathing you know what i mean <laughs> All that water you see, uh -huh. and uh, because Got her husband bills to pay, no. <laughs> <laughs> because because her husband's not there, um, she wants to make sure she feels safe. Yeah. So she creates a son to protect uh, her while she takes a bath. I like this. Uh, so the son is created and born uh, while the dad's away hunting. He comes back to his house, and I like uh, how the son that she's just born is going to be able to protect her more than. She who can create life. Yes, exactly. Can oh, it's, it gets so much weirder because yeah. then he goes, "Hey, uh, who are you? And may I please get out of my way so I can go into my house?" And he was like, uh, "No, you can't." My mother said, "No one is allowed inside." And so, uh, she, so her son stops her husband being able to yeah, get back into the get house. get back inside the house. And uh, they uh, eventually he just won't listen to reason. The kid. So then they go and start fighting. They have a fight. And like uh, God is defeated by this kid. That is the power of a mother's love and listening to your mother or something like that. Um, and so then God cheats in order to finally get back into his own freaking house uh -huh. and uh, cuts, uh, 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 tricks the kid and uh, cuts his head off, basically. Chill. Um, it's a, I'm, I'm doing a condensed version of the story, I like right? it, though. I like it. Yeah. And then 
uh, the his wife eventually comes out and goes, "What do you do? That's our kid." Yeah, and then God panics uh, and goes, oh, "Wait, that means he was my kid too." Mm-hmm. What pretty uh, generous uh, reviews on adoption there, I would say. Yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, God panics and looks for the first thing he can find to replace the kid's head. Uh, you know, unlike the kid's head, which is right there. <laughs> yeah, and instead uh, uh, picks an elephant who was nearby. Uh, uh, and replaces the kid's head with an elephant's head, and that's why Ganesha has the elephant's head. I love that. It is an insane story. That makes no sense. But that absolutely feels like a sitcom. But you know what? Episode. The big question is: Did the mother at least feel clean? You know what I mean? Uh, no, she was like, "Ugh, I got a shower after all of this." <laughs> And more uh, water more just water. down the yeah. drain. <laughs> Will she ever learn? Um, Jesus. Yeah, it's, it's, it goes the other way. She's so traumatized. She never takes a bath again. <laughs> <laughs> Stinky bit. Uh, no. Uh, dude, I just saw my Ganesha's thing. Really? I, I feel like you just read the starting point. Did you go to like um, in your Ganesha's horoscope? Uh, Ganesha speaks. Did you uh, go deep down? You just read the gen- generic starting point you got to go deep into each each we're going to go deep into okay into d- each um category so no, there's, no, no, i went to a. oh yeah go on go on yeah so there's like um there's different parts of it so like uh the peace and harmony and relationship was where the the gold in my 2021 was but i just saw my uh for example in mine it says scorpio forecast 2022 scorpios get famous <laughs> Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, but before that, it says, "Be confident, not overconfident." <laughs> 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 fuck it up. <laughs> but um, yeah, um, your nature is likely to make you very well known among your circle and peers. Well, I'd like to think that I'm already known in my circle. Come on, guys. Um, good to it. Men and women, a favorable year, workplace and home. Blah blah blah. That's boring. Energy in a turmoil may be contagious and inf- uh, says that singles may be in the pursuit to find love and happiness this year. Yeah, okay, that's also very generic. By the way, I do like that. Uh, if anyone is still listening to us, read uh, from the internet. Uh, thank you. Yeah, right. We've really done this for a while. Uh, talk about being overconfident. <laughs> oh, mate! Like it's a podcast, you know. Like it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just words uh, oh. that you know may not be funny often. Listen, uh, this podcast is going to go so poorly for me that I'm going to have to go to a foreign country to study business. I know, you know? but you know what you need to do now. That's great. You've got a part. Yeah, no, yeah. Thank you, Ganesha. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. I'll I'll assume you mean me when you say Ganesha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you, you've heard of girls with a uh, horse face. Uh, you you got that Ganesha face, girl. Wow. Huh? Come wow, on, I love come it. on. Do you oh, mean? Come on. Mean. Mostly just references to names. But good, but good. I like it. I, I think <laughs> I've met Ganesha face with people. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, Ganesha is the overcomer of obstacles, so you want to have a Ganesha face. You want to have a Ganesha? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I've uh, learned a lot. Ganesha is like who you would pray to, like before, like a big test or something. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. So like. Before every set. <laughs> yeah, theoretically. And before every every morning, basically. Um, do you have anything you would like to plug or any last comments? Uh, yes. Uh, I will be uh, doing a tour from Bulgaria all the way to Prague, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. And you can get those dates uh, by following Fedor, <laughs> who's got all the... Yeah, right. Fedorcomic.com. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Also, I will be filming a TV set in Austria on January the 25th. Because this comes out tomorrow, right? Yeah, I'll put it out tomorrow. Uh, so if you're in Vienna, please buy tickets. Uh, also, tell more people about this podcast. Um, mm-hmm. uh, What's the thing in Austria? It's uh, some Austrian TV thing that they're, they're shooting and they asked me to do a 20-minute set on. Ah, it's, uh, a, it's a TV show performance, stand-up performance. Mm-hmm. It sounded very... Also, if you're in Romania for some reason, uh, I will be filming for Are You More? So please come to that taping because from what I understand, there will not be a lot of English speakers in the audience. Yeah, I hear that. Uh, uh, And uh, one last thing. Uh, uh, The British fans of this podcast, I wrote for Comic Relief, which is coming out next month or it's either February or March. And Mm -hmm. uh, they got a lot of famous people on. uh, So know that when you watch it, I had a very tiny bit <laughs> in writing those in jokes. In writing those jokes. My main job was to be in the corner and be like, yes, sir, very funny, sir. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Which you did amazingly, right, obviously. Right, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, and uh, if you also are in the UK, uh, Muslimic, still on BBC iPlayer, watch it so that they go, you know what? We should let them finish filming episode two. <laughs> Muslimic? Yeah, that was the name of the sketch I wrote yeah, for him. Yeah, uh, cool. Um, uh, uh, oh, also, I think the more smart thing to plug. Sorry, I have so many plugs. Um, That's good. Uh, follow me on Instagram at looking for Sid or TikTok. I think also at looking for Sid. Should I have double checked that? Yeah. Whatever's mate. Um, I'll find you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> you didn't need to double check it, right? I wanted to do a callback to the horoscope, but I can't think of <laughs> Uh, um, that business school is going to help with your <laughs> plugging in the future. What's the weirdest plug you've ever had on the show? People plugging stuff? Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Like, uh, just like a rant. I don't know. I don't think there's any weird plugs. That could be a weird plug. I'm probably the weirdest one I've ever heard. I don't think, um, like, nah. They're all just shows. It's mostly shows, right? Or of some kind, yeah. Or. I think that was the most interesting because you were plugging TV shows. Like, that. Oh, sure. usually people don't do that. Sure, sure, sure. Because not many people that I get on have done TV shows. Yeah, take that. And let me tell you, if you combine all the money I've made from those shows, you wouldn't pay a lot of my rent. Uh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Woo! Writing doesn't pay hey. much. Except in America where it pays quite well. Yes, we need to get jobs over there. <sighs> all right, well, um, I'm not going to plug anything because you guys should already just be following me on Instagram. Please, if you don't already, AF Barros, guys. AF Barros. AF Barros. Yeah. And that was the, I think doing a lot of, a lot of um, astrology was important given that it's 2022. Yeah. So I think it was, we might have been on the, on the on, on That's a great point. If we could jointly plug one thing real quick, it's uh, Ganesha Speaks. <laughs> GaneshaSpeaks.com. <laughs> Please sponsor me. Uh, All right. That has been Adults Only Comedy Berlin. Thanks so much and good night. Good night. (laughs)